I respectfully disagree podcast Monday February the 26th 3.39 p.m. man I know a lot of people still at work kids at school two of them are at school pages upstairs seems like I passed my flu on over to her hey better her than me that's all I can say Sorry. <laughs> Way I've been feeling for the last two weeks, bruh. Hey, long as it ain't me. That's all I can say. Prayers up to Paige. Hopefully, uh, she ain't down for the count for too long. She just got a you know stuffy nose or whatever. But like I said, hey, King Petty. Long as it ain't me, stay away from me. I'll leave you some food by the door. Wait till I'm uh 20 feet away before you open the door. And I hope you get well. Anyways, today, man. <clears throat> Cam Newton. The African-American community. And accountability. Um, I don't normally like doing this. I try to refrain because in the past I've been accused of going against our culture and uh, always having negative things to say about the black community and things like that. So I try everything in my power to refrain from having these type of conversations. And I just so happened to listen to uh, Nike, uh Nightcap with Shannon Sharp and Ocho and when Shannon Sharp shared his thoughts on the Cam Newton situation, he hit it perfectly on the head. And I'm saying to myself, Shannon Sharp got millions of followers and things like that. So if he ain't afraid to talk about it without facing harsh criticism and backlash, then why the hell should I be afraid to talk about it with my little 566 subscribers shout out to uh whoever it was that subscribed to the youtube channel i was stuck on 565 for like a week so whoever that one person is man i definitely appreciate you i love you um but when i saw the clip last night and the crazy thing is yesterday i really wasn't on social media for real for the most part of the day sitting around playing Call of Duty. And I just wanted to just get away from everything. Like, I didn't feel like being on social media or whatever for real yesterday. So it just so happens that last night when I jumped on Instagram, I saw the Cam Newton clip. And before I even checked any of my messages and things like that, several people had sent it to me. And I didn't want to form an opinion. Because uh, shout out to Avery on the Facebook Live. He said he about to unsubscribe to bring me back to 565. That's cool, man. It seems like I'm I'm stuck right there in that. I don't know, man. It was like it was a grind to get to 500. And now that I'm there, it's like, bro, like I feel like I'm stuck in mud. But um, it is what it is. But anyways, uh, I did not want to form my opinion on the Cam Newton thing without getting some more information and understanding the full picture because my initial reaction, I'm being truthful, was like, here we go again. 
us being us. And I'm only saying that because again, like that, like I understand it may be a Cinderella story or, uh, I don't even know what to say, bro, but it's like, I rather we hold ourselves accountable because we have no idea what it looks like to the rest of the world. And I tell people all the time, it's like, bro, like we already know we fighting an uphill battle. We already know the odds are stacked against us. And the best example that we can have is this bullshit that Fox news and Trump them is spewing out like right here in front of our faces, bro, on live television. And I'll talk about that here in a minute, but it's like, we already know we fighting an uphill battle. Why do we continue to make it harder on ourselves, bro? And then when people try to call it out or hold us accountable, now you face with, oh, man, you always saying something negative about black people or, man, you're Uncle Tom, you're this and that. Shout out to Shaq on the live. My thing is, why are we as African-Americans hating on the man for what he's doing? I might be wrong, though. And that's what I'm getting ready to touch on, bro, because it's like, this is not the first time that this has happened. Like there was a video that went viral. I think it was last summer when he had the little uh, football camp or he was somewhere. And uh, you saw the clip of them kids trash talking and saying that uh, he's washed and that's why he's not in the league and this and that. And it's like, I'm sitting here listening to Shannon Sharp now and Shannon Sharp is like, nah, man, he, he's, he's better than me. Cause once you disrespect me the first time or you show that you're not a appreciative, then I got the role. I got to take my services somewhere else. And I wholeheartedly agree with that take. And that's why last night when I first saw it, I got pissed because I'm like, bro, like anytime somebody makes it and you ain't even got to become a, millionaire or professional athlete or anything like that. Anybody that just gets in some form of position to where they can bless others and you turn around and try to pour back into your community. And it's like people, people really don't appreciate it. And then they try to make you feel like you're obligated to give back. Like that's the part that I don't understand. Like why do we feel like, oh, such and such made it out the hood, it's only right for him or her to come back and give back and this and that. Like, we just expect people to just give, give, give. And because they're rich or because they're famous, no matter what they say, we just supposed to, they're supposed to just tolerate it, bro. And that's the shit that I don't like. I do not like it. And I'm saying to y'all, it's like, I've seen the clips. This ain't the first time Cam Newton done, done got hit with some of this. Let me check out a little bit before I walk in storage. Shout out, bro, man, out there in Baltimore, man. Did that pack come? Did the hoodies get there? Oh. Um, but I'm saying it's like, even through Cam Newton not being in the league, not being on the roster, he very easily easily could be one of them people where it's like, all right, my time is done. Yes, sir. Appreciate you, bro. Appreciate you. And y'all be sure to go check out. Uh, look, let me make sure I get it right. 
318 kicks. So he was breaking up the fight. So was he breaking up the fight? Was he in the fight? Because I'm hearing two different stories. And that's the thing. That's why I said last night I didn't want to jump the gun because I heard somebody say that he was breaking up the fight too. And I'm saying to myself, I was like, okay, if he's breaking up the fight, then that's different. But the clips that I keep seeing, bro, it's like people was swinging on him, bro. That's why I made the post last night. And I was like, I want to hear from Cam Newton what happened. I don't want to hear rumors on the internet and things like that. But it's like the more I started seeing people speak out. And then, like I said, I saw Shannon Sharpnim last night. Shout out to my guy, Mario from uh, my therapist made me do this podcast. He made a post this morning. And the more I see people talking, that's why I'm firing up the mic now, because it ain't necessarily about just the Cam Newton situation. It's just about our community being unappreciative, bro. Like, I don't care who it is. If anybody's throwing a camp, a free service, or anything where you can soak up knowledge, bro, like, the least you can do is show up and be respectful. Act like you got some home training. Don't come with all that goofiness and trying to uh, do shit for clicks and likes for social media because, bro, that's valuable time being wasted. Like, I don't care who it is. It does not have to be a professional athlete, bro. It's a lot of former basketball players and coaches here in Louisville that do free camps and even when you come to these camps, bro, it's like the kids is coming in late. The kids ain't got the right gear on. People just dropping their kids off and leaving. And it's like, come on, man. Like, this is not a daycare, bro. Like, just be thankful. Show respect. This was a bad look. A little disrespect. Like, swear, bro. And it's like, that's why I did not want to overreact last night. But like I said, it's starting to make its rounds now. So I want to, you know, put my thoughts out there. And once Cam Newton speaks up, then, you know what I'm saying, I can go back and readdress or or actually approach the situation based on the facts that are being presented. But right now, the optics are horrible, bro. Like, there's no way that a former NFL MVP is putting together a clinic and opening the doors to the youth, and that right there happens. Like, that's just a lack of respect for the people that orchestrated the event. Like, damn, you know what I'm saying, whatever little altercation can happen anywhere, bro. Like, we understand it, man, especially when you're talking about sports, tempers flare, things like that. But it's like, okay, the person that's the head of all of this is trying to break it up, so to speak, or whatever happened. And y'all ain't got enough self-control or, or enough respect to say, you know what? Nah, this is the big homie right here. Like, bro, like, we can't mess up his event. Now, this is like the second or third time that people done try to come at this man. So if he decides that, guess what, man? Fuck this. Excuse my language. I'm done with this. Now it's, oh, man, he's a sellout. He turned his back on his hood. He don't want to give back to, to the community and this and that. And I'm like, bro, like, why would he want to? Like, why? Why would he want to continue to come 
and pour out all this resources, sponsors and things like that to give back to people that ain't even going to appreciate it. Like, I'm sorry, bro. And it's like, I don't care who you are. And again, I, I, I don't want to put this all on famous celebrities and successful people because there's plenty of people right here in Louisville that hold events and they're not celebrities. They just care. They want to give back. They want to pour into their communities and help people. And it's like, even those people are, are disrespected and you're just like, Oh, well you knew what you signed up for. That's just part of it. Like, nah, hell no, nah, man. That's not a fair exchange, bro. Like, I don't care if you got to fake it. If it's that hard for you to show respect, fake it or keep your ass at home. And that's the thing. Uh, the man is using his own money to put together a free clinic for young men. And these folks go, wow, no wonder why famous folks go to other communities to do things. That's what I'm saying, bro. And it's like you try not to make it a black, white thing. But it's like, you know what I'm saying? Even Shannon Sharpnin was like, hey, you don't see that type of shit going on at Peyton Manning them camps, Drew Brees. You think they don't hold camps and stuff every year? And it's like, why is it that we, like, it's just bad across the board. And like I said, when I open up this episode, bro, it's like, we already know we fighting an uphill battle. Why do we make it harder on ourselves? Like, Guess what the rest of the world is watching this morning? There they go again, y'all. Can't put them all in the setting without fighting and cussing and this and that. It's like, bro, the optic is horrible. And then you wonder why other people don't want to use their resources to help us. Like, we can't be that damn stupid, bro. Like, help me help you. It's really that simple. Help me help you. I'm not asking y'all for nothing. I'm coming in here to shine a spotlight, give these kids an outlet to be seen, things like that. Help me help you. It's really that simple. But instead, because of social media and a couple of these kids done went viral for cracking jokes and calling Cam Newton washed up or calling him a bum and things like that. Now, moving forward, every time Cam Newton is somewhere, that's what the energy is going to be. These young ass kids talking crazy to adults when Cam Newton done already made it, bro. He's good. He's set. His family is straight. And he's providing an opportunity for you to try to use that same avenue. And y'all out here on this goofy shit. Y'all out here trying to fight and all this. Like, get the fuck out of here with that, man. And like you said, once he's like, you know what? <laughs> Next year, I'm taking this shit to Beverly Hills. I ain't going to Atlanta. Oh, man, he's a sellout. He turned his back on the hood. He ain't a real this and that. Man, fuck that. Like, bro, how how real can you be? Like, you supposed to just keep turning the other cheek and helping people that are ungrateful. How does that work? How does it work? Like, we don't appreciate shit. We just want to take, take, take have our hands out and you just expect people like you, you, 
you guilt trip them into making them feel like they're supposed to, like you're obligated. This is your job to give back. People are not obligated to do that, bro. Like that's just a kindness in people's heart for most people. I ain't going to say all for most people. When things like that happen, it's because they genuinely want to give back. You know how many former NFL, NBA, major league, play, like it would be baseball, basketball, football clinics all over the place if every former athlete gave back or did camps and things like that. Like it takes a certain individual to want to put that on. And shout out to Mr. Valentine because, like I said, my kids, this was uh, last year was their first time going to his camp here in Louisville. And he said he's been doing that camp for over 30 years for free. So it's like some people genuinely want to give back. They genuinely want to help people, bro. And it's like the least you could do is just show up, pay your respects. If I'm taking my kids, bro, before you even get out the car, if I hear you on some foolishness, <laughs> you got to see me when you get home. Like point blank period. Wherever you go, you represent me. You represent my household. And I think that's the part that's lost right now in society, man. It's like morals and values and all of that is just gone out the window. You wouldn't dare go out and disrespect an adult, challenge an adult, most definitely try to put your hands on an adult because you was going to get your ass tore up when you got back home. And it's like, bro, these kids, ain't they ain't afraid of the consequences no more, man. That's the issue. The kids are not afraid of the consequences. Even as it relates to me coaching basketball, bro, it's like this season, it just, it wasn't fun. We lost two games. There's no reason why it shouldn't have been a better experience, but it's like, I don't know, man. The passion just wasn't there. And it's like, bro, these, these kids just, they do not understand that people are volunteering their time to help them. And maybe later on in life when they become young teenagers or it may not hit them until they're adults and got their own kids, but it's like people are volunteering their free time to teach you something. They're volunteering their free time on the weekends to go out and help compete and win games. Of course you want to win and this and that, but it's like the bigger picture is I'm helping a young person grow and develop and tap into their potential. And hopefully they'll come to the realization that it's like, Hey, like somebody believes in me, but it's like, they don't even appreciate it. They don't even realize it. Yes, sir, I've been doing my AAU thing for five-plus years in our neck of the woods for free. The goal is to get these young ladies' looks from these college coaches, but I have my share of craziness. Man, it's just, dog, like, as much as I love basketball, bro, like, I I can honestly admit that I'm, I'm burnt. And it ain't about not winning the championship. Like I said, we literally could have three-peated. There's no reason why we shouldn't have three-peated. But it's like, we'll get all the way to the end, and because of behavior and this and then, I get it, they're kids, bro. So I'm not expecting them to go out and hoop like they're professionals. 
you win some, you lose some. But it's like I truly feel like had the respect factor been there and these kids literally viewed us the way that we viewed our coaches back in the day and you came to practice and you was ready to learn no matter what. Like we was ready to run through a brick wall for our coaches if they said to run through a brick wall. It wasn't no, I can't do it. That didn't exist, man. Like if the coach said do something, you done it. And you done it to the best of your ability. Respect, crazy, one event issue like this can ruin it for the kids and their communities. Other higher-end communities have their amenities at the value, and they value people's time. Like, that's it right there, fam. Like, we already know resources and things are limited as is. So for someone that's willing to give back to the communities that are less fortunate, why take that for granted? Why why play with that fire, bro? And it's like we we wonder why things are different. I'm trying to make sure I I I, I word it correctly without dis, disrespecting people, but it's like we complain about not having resources, not having grocery stores, or not having restaurants in certain areas and things like that, and it's like. Do we not understand that there's a reason for that? Not only is it politics involved, but it's like, it's a bad investment, bro. If I'm a business owner, you think I'm not going to do my research before I decide to open a business and place it in a certain location? Like, one plus one is going to always be two, man. And it's like, Again, going back to what I was saying earlier, it's like we expect people to disregard logic. I know based on previous business owners and things like that, they didn't have a lot of success. But because I want to give back to my community, I'm just obligated to do this anyway. And I'm supposed to take the L's regardless how hard it is financially on my family and my well-being. I'm supposed to just take these L's just so I can say that I I gave back. It's like, nah, man, like we have to figure it out. That's the only way we're going to learn how to thrive together, bro. Like if we all come together and open up chains, then we should all thrive and the community should come together. Like, nah, bro, we ain't vandalizing this place. We treating this place like, like it's grandma's house, grandma's couch with the plastic on it, bro. Like, no, this is a staple in our community. We going to keep it. We going to make sure it's kept up. We going to make sure the parking lots is clean. We going to make sure ain't no trash, nowhere to be found so that when we walk in here, bro, we feel safe. Anybody that's from outside of our neighborhoods or outside of this city, they can pull up and feel comfortable. But it's like, that's asking for too much. When you say shit like that, it's asking for too much. Holding us accountable is asking for too much. And I hate to sound like I'm preaching and shit like that. And we have a few more days left with Black History Month. So it's like, I'm not trying to attack our community, bro. But it's like, why do y'all think people don't want to do shit? 
It's us, man. You can't blame nobody else but us, man. If y'all gonna sit there and try to fight this grown ass man, that man six six two fifty, bro. What made you think you was finna? What? What was you gonna do? It's crazy. Just to, to even have the audacity to try to swing on that man or whatever was going on at an event like that. Like, what reason would you have to be ready to come to blows? Like I said, it would be different if it was like the kids is in pads, they on the field, it's aggression, you know what I'm saying? People are worked up. I would understand it from that angle. You in the heat of the moment. But it's like, y'all wasn't even on the field, bro. How y'all fighting and y'all ain't even on the field? Everybody fully clothed. And I know the thing now is to make jokes and talk about his hat didn't come off and this and that, but it's like, He's the host. He's dressed based on his comfort level because who in their right mind would even think that that would take place? It's a youth camp. I'm here to host. I'm here to speak or talk. I got my staff with me to go over whatever drills and showcase talent and this and that. Who in their right mind would think an altercation of that magnitude is going to break off? But it's like, anytime you say something about it, oh, man, that happens everywhere. That happens anywhere. They only show that because it's black people. Like, okay, if we know that, then why the fuck do we keep doing it? Excuse my language. I don't mean to cuss. We know the odds are against us. We know the news is biased. We know the media is biased. So why give them ammunition? Would you not want the world to see that, hey, man, we can all come together and have a good time without being fearful of fights and people shooting and all kinds of crap? Like, that's why I don't go nowhere, bro. I'm in the crib. If I'm not at the grocery store or at some event that's family friendly, not there for that reason. Because I'm not going to be trying to gather my kids up and running and this and that. Like, fuck that. There ain't a nightclub. There ain't a nothing out there for me. I'm getting ready to be 40, bro. I understand to some people that ain't old, but it damn sure ain't young either. Ain't shit out there for me at all. So if it ain't a lounge where I can sit back, eat some wings, and watch a game and sip something, then I don't need to be there. If I see too many people that look 21 and under, I'm out. I don't even want to be there because I don't feel comfortable. I know you're on this topic, fam, but what's your thoughts on the court storming as well? That's a smooth little transition, man. Oh, It's unfortunate that the dude from Duke got hurt, but I think that was just a, a freak accident. I hear a lot of TV heads this morning talking about do away with it, but it's like, is that not part of the college experience? No. Like, do you really want to get rid of it? It's like, hell, I remember uh, when Stevie Johnson caught that pass and they knocked off Louisville in Lexington. I think Louisville was in the top 10 that year. Like, Louisville had hopes of trying to go win a championship. Somebody correct me if I'm wrong. When Kentucky beat them, and everybody stormed the field. 
I remember when they knocked off LSU. And it's like, bro, those is memories that we ain't going to never forget. Like, I was there. Hell, I got the pictures somewhere on my Facebook. And it's like, do we really want to get rid of college tradition, man? Or it's like you think about the biggest play. Who was that? Cal? The band is out on the field. Like, that's why you see that in collegiate sports and you don't see it in the NBA and stuff like that. Like, that's supposed to be a student experience, in my opinion. I Like I said, I hate that the kid from Duke got hurt. I feel like Caitlin Clark flopped. I don't think they really knocked her down the way she led on. But, um, no, nah, I don't see nothing wrong with it, man. I don't think they should do away with it. It's like, I feel like that's on the coaches of the opposing team. Because if you see <laughs> it's 30 seconds left, the crowd is antsy, like you 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 can see it getting ready to happen. Then I feel like the coach should be able to get their kids off the floor. I'll say that. I don't know how you can implement that without messing up the experience. If you see you ain't going to win, get your team out of there. Exactly. Exactly. But like I said, I don't, I don't know how you can do that without – I mean, the clock's got to hit zero at some point. It's got to get to zero. But it's like I would definitely make sure my main players are off the court and out of harm's way. Like I said, it's it's an unfortunate situation. Did they say if dude knee was severely injured or what? Oh, like my internet trying to mess up on my live. I don't know if people are still watching or not, but it's like uh, I hate that that it happened, and I hope dude ain't severely hurt. But it's like, man, you you can't prevent that, man. That was a freak accident. The next thing is going to happen, bro, is opposing teams is going to start swinging on these people. And then that's going to open up a whole nother can of worms, bro. And it's like, can you foul a lawsuit against a collegiate athlete if he or she decides to defend themselves? And if uh, somebody comes to uh, storm the court and run into me and I swing on them, it's like, is that self-defense or what? If the kid from Duke turn around and start bowing people the other night, is it self-defense? I don't know. But to answer your question, bro, it's like, nah, you, you can't get rid of that. Not at all. Shout out to Miss Tracy on the live. That's another smooth transition. I hope you're still watching. Um, Real quick. Before I get off here, like I said, I wanted to ensure that I touched on the Cam Newton thing, not because of Cam Newton, but more so because of the optics and how it looks. And like I said, we already know that the odds are against us and the world is not a fair place. So why make it even harder? And like I said, bro, the the 
the best example that we could have is that bullshit that Fox News rolled out last week when they got to talking about Donald Trump and his damn sneakers. I felt offended by it. And I love kicks. It's like, man, that made me want to burn every shoe I got in this damn house. It's like Donald Trump rolls out a shoe and they say that that's going to help sway the black voters because African-Americans love sneakers. Like. I disagree. I don't even know if I want to respectfully disagree because that, that was a low blow, man. Like that, that's crazy to me. When I first heard it, I was like, there's no way that that's real. And then it started making this rounds and I'm like, bro, they really said that. And then Trump comes out and he's like, yeah, I've been indicted and the African American community, they can relate with me and this. And then it's like, do y'all not hear the shit that they're saying and how disrespectful it is? And to me, that's how they view us. A bunch of materialistic sneaking love sneaker loving criminals. And we're going to say and do anything that we can to try to sway their votes. So we're going to dangle some gold ass Donald Trump sneakers like a carrot on a string and try to get black votes. And it's like, bruh, the man didn't give us that stimulus. (laughs) 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 Shout out to the stimulus pack. Man, the way this economy going, shit, we need one. We need another one. But it's like, nah, for real though, like all, all jokes aside, man, it's like, that's the part that frustrates me the most Because it's like, we have all the evidence in front of us that we're running a race where the odds are stacked against us. It ain't nothing but hurdles and sand traps and everything else in our lane. And then we look to our left, we look to our right, and we see other people just running a smooth race. So it's like, why are we throwing extra hurdles in our own way, bro? Like if you see somebody that's trying to give back and do a good deed in your community, man, just show love and show respect. If you don't care for Cam Newton, then don't show up. Wait for somebody else to come and offer his or her services. Don't come trying to throw a monkey wrench in in what you see this man doing, bro. It's like, he's not, obligated to do that he's using his time he's using his resources bro just appreciate that somebody's trying to help shine a spotlight on your child and that's the thing it's like bro like we keep telling our our youth the only way they can get out is see how high you can jump and how fast you can run and we gotta be nba and nfl players it's like bro that that ain't the only ticket but shit if somebody's giving you the opportunity to showcase your talents, I'm their focus, bro. Like, I'm here to give everything that I got because you have no idea who could be there. It could be all kind of scouts and coaches and things like that simply because it's Cam Newton. Cam Newton could have put in a call, Auburn, hey, we need somebody from your recruiting staff, man. Y'all come show up to this 7-on-7, man. 
You have no idea who's there. And you piss away an opportunity because you want some clicks and some likes and try to get your jokes off and you want to try to fight and all that. Like, man, cut that shit out. But like I said, when you say things like that, now you got to be worried about the backlash that you're going to get for trying to hold each other accountable. It's wild. It really is, man. But I'm like, die, this motherfucker Donald Trump going to hang some sneakers over us. And it's like, hey, they love shoes. And I'm like, bro, I just sat here and looked at every shoe in this damn house. I wanted to burn them all, bro. So it's like, quit making shit harder on, on yourself. You see how they feel and how they think about us. So quit making it harder. It's crazy. But anyways, man, that's my little 45 minutes of rambling. Uh, at court storming stuff, dude, like that's going to be a, a big topic at the end of the year. March is coming up. So, you know what I'm saying? Like it's going to be quite a few upsets in the next week or two before uh, the conference tournaments and stuff start. Because college basketball has been so up and down. Ooh, can't wait to see how this tournament shake up. Crazy thing is, bro, and the Kentucky fans don't get mad at me, dog. I feel like Tennessee is the best team in the country right now, bro. Tennessee or or UConn. I saw Houston was number one today, but it's like I ain't really sat down and watched them yet. But shit, Tennessee scares me, dude. The way they beat the brakes off of us, and we still got to play them again at they house. But, uh, hell, both men's and women's has been pretty good, man. I mean, South Carolina's South Carolina on the, on the women's side. Hell, even the men's team has been doing all right. But, um, March is going to be interesting. And I see people trying to give Caitlin Clark flack. That girl had 24 points the other night, and they talked about how Indiana locked her up. I don't understand that. That's, that's when you know you great. And I'm going to leave after this because this is going to really make me sound like I'm an Uncle Tom or somebody. UConn is nasty. Yeah, that's why I said UConn and Tennessee, dude. Tennessee's tough. Houston's nice. Yeah, like I said, I, I keep seeing them when you look at the rankings and things like that, and it's like I ain't really had a chance to just sit down and watch them. But the first time I really paid attention to Tennessee was when they beat the brakes off us, bro. Like, they got some grown men. Like, I wasn't expecting that. And then ever since that Kentucky game, Tennessee been running through folks. But uh, real quick, this this Caitlin Clark thing, man. I've been seeing a lot of people come after her and her success. And I'm going to hit the button again. I I hate that I'm doing this in February, but it's like a lot of the shade, in my opinion, is coming from us. And I don't understand why we feel like we can't congratulate people when they're doing good. Like, we always got to find something bad to say and tear them down. And it's like, bro, there's no way in hell that you can sit down and watch Iowa and see the way Caitlin Clark is out there hooping and find something negative to say. 
Like, at that point, you just a flat-out hater, bro. And when did we start measuring college kids based on fucking championships? Dr. Umar Sturman. <laughs> 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 I'm sorry, bro. I'm sorry. I'm sitting there rambling, and it kind of just snowballed into it, so I know people are going to take it that way. I already know they're going to take it that way. But it's like like real shit. How can you watch her hoop and find something negative to say, bro? Like, have y'all not seen them lines trying to get tickets to go watch Iowa play, bro? And it's like, how hard is it to just give that girl her flowers? I saw so many videos when she broke the record, and it was like, oh, she really didn't break the record. Uh, I forgot the, oh, what's that lady's name? It's a black lady that had the most points, but that was for like, it wasn't even the NCAA. It was another league at the time. So that's why they're separated. I'm like, both things can be true, bro. It's like, why are we trying to tear somebody down at their highest moment, bro? And it's like, we live in a society right now where it's like, nobody even appreciates things for full face value. Somebody can do something great and you're going to try to find a way to make it look like it wasn't great, bro. And it's like, stop it. I didn't see the full comment from what uh, Cheryl Swoop said, but it's like now we're, we're measuring college kids based off of championships. Like I've never seen that before, bro. Like we always celebrated individual accolades and things at the high school and the collegiate level, you didn't start measuring championships and shit like that until people started challenging Jordan. <clears throat> but we ain't going down that, that rabbit hole. But it's like you've always had, you know, celebrations for a thousand point scores and things like that. Hell, even the kid last year that was getting ready to break the scoring record and people started questioning his uh, accomplishment because of his eligibility due to COVID and things like that. And it's like, why try to find a way to discredit what somebody has accomplished? You still got to put the ball in the basket, man. Like 3000 fucking points. Dog. That is a lot. Do you know how many, like you gotta be a hooper to put the ball in a basket that many times. And the way that these defenses and things is coming at her and stuff like that. And it's like, bro, she's coming across half court, letting that bitch fire. And she's unselfish in my opinion. Like she's playing within the flow of the game. And then shout out to the young lady out there at uh, USC. She's out there balling. But it's like, if I really wanted to be negative, I'm like, bro, she's taking a lot of shots. I get it. She's the team though. (laughs) Everything lives and dies with her. But it's like women's basketball right now, bro, is in a great space. Why not appreciate what's going on right now? People are lined up to watch women's basketball. And it's like people are praying that you get the LSU, Iowa. They're going to figure out a way to get that at, at train on the track. Of course, it's going to be up to them to take care of business and win so that they can get to each other. But best believe, because money talks, bro, they're going to figure out a way to get Angel Reese and Caitlin Clark on the same court. 
Because that's what America wants, bro. You know how I many Donald Trump sneakers is going to be in the crowd? <laughs> <laughs> if we get an LSU versus Iowa, bro, do you know how many Trump gold sneakers is going to be in the arena that night? Come on, man. That's must-see TV, bro. That's why I was like, nah, nah. If you if you got anything negative to say about Caitlin Clark, bro, you a hater. And I stand on that. I stand on that. Anyways, man, appreciate y'all rocking with me on the live on this uh, Monday afternoon. It's beautiful outside, so y'all make sure y'all go enjoy the weather. Um, Y'all know the routine, man. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Hit that like, share, subscribe. And we out. Ass toasted, no competition. Anisha Coastal. I feel so high.